Hello, everyone. Welcome out to this week's episode of the Dual Threat Podcast. We are going to be recapping the NBA playoffs, talking about the finals, talking a little bit about the match. Scott and I just watched the match a little bit and then doing a couple of other things. Scooter is over the wavelengths. How are you doing today, Scooter? We are doing great. It was, you know, it was nice to watch probably the best sporting event I've watched for the past I don't know, <laughs> three weeks, because the NBA playoffs certainly weren't delivering. We'll get into it, but I do want to talk about the match. Like I, I'm, I'm buzzing from it. It was enjoyable. Um, this time, it wasn't just an outrageous lead either. I feel like the last couple of times, it's just been an absolute blowout. So it was nice to see it come down to the, to the last hole, even if it was Rogers that had to make the putt of all people, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. I was I was working for most of the day, so I didn't get to watch the start of it, but I got to watch from, I think, hole six on. And I I honestly wasn't that impressed with Brady and Rodgers. I thought they were going to really blow Mahomes and Job, uh, J.A. out, you know, Josh Allen out. So, Well, look at you come up with new nicknames for, <laughs> for Josh Allen. <laughs> Not Josh, J.A. You're, you're, on, you're on an initial basis with Josh Allen. I should have known. Yeah. Oh, if you're in the AFC East, you have initials. ZW, Zach Wilson. Come on. <laughs> TT. Oh, old two a time. TT. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. But yeah, I, I, Rogers, um, at the beginning, I guess when you weren't watching, he definitely looked like the best golfer out there. Um, he was dialed in. And then Mahomes, dude, the more Coors lights he pounded, <laughs> he just managed to just, just, it was an uphill climb for him. Like he was just in his absolute bag. Um, the rest of the rest of the court, once, once like about whole three hit, he just seemed like he didn't miss. Well, that was when he had his third beer in him, right? His third Coors light was in him at that point. Probably. I, I put out a tweet. I'm, I'm pretty convinced that, that Patrick Mahomes could be like, if you gave him a year to train any sport, just dedicate time to that sport he could be like a top five player in whatever sport you want. Like he just, just like it, it, and it's not like his like athleticism is even overwhelming. He just has like this innate ability to be good at everything. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like, I mean, he, we've covered his accolades in the past, like what he did in high school, but it's insane. Like his, his, he can't have been playing golf for that long and he's so good at it. So. It's pretty insane, man. Like, and, and looking at him next to Josh Allen, uh, Rogers, and Brady, I yeah. think he was the shortest and like scrawniest oh, yeah. looking of them. But I was like, wow, this yeah. dude's out here doing it. He's putting in work. No, you wouldn't. You would not be like, man, that's a professional athlete. If you just saw him, like how he was today. But I mean, clearly he's he's just he's got game, dude. Whatever he does, and Brady, you know. It, it must be the looks. It must be the commentary because my guy hasn't improved his golf game even a little <laughs> bit from, from the, the first match. Like, honestly, put more balls in the drink, I think, than he did it, it did on the, on the green today. Which is so funny because I follow him on Instagram, right? And yes. he's always oh. out golfing. He's always showing off his, his golf skills. I yeah. don't know, man. It must be fake. He must be out here faking us out. Well, can we talk about the video he put out this week as trash talk? Because they were doing trash talk all week, right? And he put out the drone footage. There was consp- there was a, a little bit of a debate. Where do you stand on the on his his hole in one video? No, it was I guess it wasn't a hole in one, but it was a shot from like 150 feet, right? That he- I think it was a hole in one on a par three. That oh it was oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, real or fake? You know, I think. Even a blind squirrel, squirrel finds a nut every once in a while, and that was his nut he found. I don't uh, know how he did it, but if if he didn't have if he hadn't made so many other fake videos of him like throwing the ball into the gun, like the football gun or whatever, that's real, one hundred percent. That's real. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah, it's true. The one where he uh bring where he uh throws the football to the moon. That's also uh, that one's real too. Yep. Yep. One hundred percent real. Real. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know I I you feel like Brady has had so much time to play golf and get better and I know I don't know he, pretty, he is what he is. he is what he is that's okay though Josh Allen was also pretty unimpressive I thought the dude was going to be coming in being the long drive champion yeah really yeah. not that really he's Mahomes carried him yeah oh yeah and he admitted it he openly I felt bad Brown I hope he gets another chance in there because truthfully like Rodgers is probably the best 
pure golfer, surprisingly, of all of them. But guy, you might as well just have like a two by four out there <laughs> playing because the the personality for all of the for all of the dramatic and flair we get in the off season with Aaron Rodgers, you don't see that on the golf course, unfortunately. It's so weird. He's just so mellow and just like, yeah, okay, we need to take wedge here. We need to play really, really safe. Very nonchalant. Like he's treating this like he's like, yeah, this is his, even with Brady. Like I thought in the past, like, cause he's going up against Brady, like he'd be a little more animated, but even yeah. with Brady. Yeah. He was still just a board board today. I, we love Aaron Rodgers here, obviously. With how much we talk about him, we have to love Aaron Rodgers here. He lives rent free in our heads. Sure. (laughs) So the match finished. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers stuck a shot within 10 feet on the final hole, hole 12. Mm -hmm. And then Josh Allen almost made that insanely long putt. What was going through your head when Josh Allen was had that rolling up? Got me off the couch for sure. I, I just, I mean, they had right before that they had made the bet with with Barkley that if if either of one of them sank it, he had to go swim in the pond or whatever. And so, man, I'd already I already like imagine it in my mind just seeing Barkley doing a swan dive in <laughs> off the 12th tee, and the spectacle we would have been able to witness. Just a missed opportunity for all of us, and, and sucks that like such a one of the best putts you can ever see. Then it all went to waste. That was Josh Allen's best thing he did on the golf course that I saw today by yeah, far. No, no, that was, that was, yeah, that checks out because that was about it. So, <laughs> other than the shot he hit that hit a fan and then like went, um, <laughs> just dove back towards the hole. I'm pretty sure he hit a member of Bill's mafia and they just gave it a nice little backboard back tap for him. Oh, I actually, the best thing he did was take Chuck's head off when he had the mulligan throw and he took Chuck's head off. Yeah. I like that a little more. Well, and did you see his golf ball at the beginning of the day? He had the, the Tom Brady combine picture on his <laughs> golf ball. I didn't see that. That's hilarious. Yeah. He had the, the, the infamous shirtless Tom Brady picture right on his ball. And Brady was, Brady was giving it back to him all day long, dude. You'd, you'd think that like with the amount of, slander he was throwing everybody else's way you'd think brady wouldn't be the guy that won seven super bowls you'd think he'd be the guy to have a little bit of like contempt in him the way he was talking but small dog big bite from brady right there it's true man well it was fun to see tiktok legend a brother of a tiktok legend patrick mahomes and big boy josh allen lose to brady and rogers that was a fun to match in all honesty brother of a tiktok legend we're probably never gonna see phil mickelson again are we probably not Mm. probably not hopefully sorry sorry oh i was just gonna say how do you feel about the golfers like all like no pros versus a couple of pros now watching this one you know we gotta see just uh last week we didn't talk about it we gotta see the open so that that was awesome to see that and and you know, I, I think it's fun for the professional golfers to be there. Cause I love to hear their commentary and kind of how they go about things. So that's why I prefer them. But I think having four amateurs is really fun. They're trash talking each other. You know, they're not as, it kind of brings them into like more of our level, you know, mm-hmm. like we get that's to true. kind of see like, Oh, like Brady and Rogers, like, Brady's worse than I am, man. Like this dude is the greatest of all time. And I'm sitting here on his golf level. That makes me feel good. So it's true. It's true. I think I, I I was a little skeptical of it, but I really enjoyed it this way, this format. It was great. It was great. Well, let's move off the match. Brady and Rogers won, but let's talk about something more important, bigger Mm. sports going on the NBA playoffs. You're shaking your head a little bit. Maybe (laughs) not bigger sports. I don't know. The NBA finals might not be bigger than than the it, match. It, it depends on the basketball we get to see, the quality of it that we get to see. Because, you know, this this is your finals preview. You, you've been calling it since at least round one, maybe even before. Yeah, um, after game one of round one. This was my yeah, yeah. So you so you like you, you've been previewing this for, for months now, practically. It's felt like years, actually. I felt like I gave that take years ago. 
honestly. We've both given millions of takes since then, and all of mine have somehow simultaneously been wrong. <laughs> I've loved it. It's yeah. been great. Um, so let's let's kind of recap this playoffs, how we got here. Obviously, it's the Celtics versus Warriors in the finals. Uh, the Celtics have had a crazy run to get there. They've played the Nets, the Bucks, and then the Heat. And honestly, the Heat in this last round at times looked like the best team in the East. And before the playoffs, we had no idea that the Heat were going to be, or at least feel this great during the playoffs, right? Yeah, I mean, I think since they were the one seed, we all wanted to give them like their due respect. And they had the whole thing like nobody respects us. We don't get the love from the media that they and it's because probably the way they play. I mean, it was it was ugly every single game. And Kyle Lowry coming back to them was the worst thing that could happen. (laughs) You know, I'm a known Marcus Smart. Um, I'm an antagonist of Marcus Smart. Kyle Lowry is just, he's nauseating to watch. So it was, it was, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you get all the flair of Chris Paul, but not as good with Kyle Lowry. No. Yeah. And about, yeah. Double the body weight. <laughs> Kyle Lowry as well. Just absolute, just at least you get to watch thickness out there on the court, I guess, making things happen. But yeah, Lowry is not my favorite. The heat, they were, they were valiant for, for them to pretty much do it all simply because of Jimmy Butler to even take that seriously seven games was impressive. Um, but yeah, that a good riddance to the heat. I, I'm done watching heat basketball. Probably people don't want to talk about heat culture and all that. I, I have a question for you because my brother-in-law stands by this take very heavily. Okay. Rumor around the mill is that Jimmy Butler could be Michael Jordan's son do you believe after seeing this series that that could be something that's true? Uh, <laughs> where does the rumor originate from? Well, we can get deep into it, but oh. uh, Michael Jordan loved to go to certain places when he was playing, uh, you know, oh, when yeah. he was in cities. <laughs> oh, Jimmy, yeah. Jimmy Butler's mom worked at this favorite place of, the, of Michael Jordan's in Houston. Okay. Jimmy Butler never knew his dad. I have some side-by-side pictures and they oh. kind of look alike. Maybe I can screencast that so you can see. But Yeah, totally. No, I can see the resemblance. The, the thing that like the, the most um, prominent part of that, that like um, conspiracy, I think is just the way both of them approach the game. Like they're both just completely like, almost psychotic about the game i think jimmy butler much less to a degree obviously but it is it is like refreshing to see how much jimmy butler cares when you watch him play basketball oh yeah yeah, yeah. all right all right you're you're showing me the screencaster i can i can 100 percent see it i i have a hard time getting behind it i i give it like a 10 percent chance that it's real oh yeah the odds are very very slim and you would think I don't know. I have I have a, a easier time believing he's somehow Wilt Chamberlain's son with all the <laughs> things Wilt Chamberlain did in his life. Just like because like if there's any any conspiracy theory I'm in on, it's Wilt Chamberlain and Otto Porter are 100% blood related. Like there's 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 just no question about it. Yeah, that and I showed my brother-in-law this, and he had never heard this one, and I was like, oh yeah, this is the one I believe oh, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, Wilt Cham he probably has like 20 children. That's have in the end been the nba at some point yeah no i know we know about him but either you know, way oh go ahead no i was just gonna say not the worst not the worst conspiracy theory i've ever heard yeah not the worst jimmy butler played out of his mind in this series he really tried getting them back to the finals i think what we would have seen we would have seen jimmy butler like we saw bubble butler when mm-hmm. he was in the bubble hanging over the I can't even remember. It wasn't the stands, but whatever it was that he was hanging over. Oh yeah. I'm sure we would have seen a tired Jimmy Butler in this next series. Totally. He was dragging him. What, what do you think about his decision? That was, it was the main topic of debate for a while there. The, the end of the game, they're down to about 20 seconds left. Butler's coming down on the fast break and he pulls up for a three with Al Horford on him. What were your thoughts about that in hindsight? I I would have loved to see him go for a two and tie it up, 
I feel like that's the old school in me though. And I loved that he had the guts to shoot the three. It takes a lot to say, I'm putting all that pressure on me. Even in the time you're sitting there and you're saying, I have to go win this. I have to shoot this three. So I, I like it. It was gutsy. It ended up not being the right choice. Maybe he could have driven on Al Horford or uh, took a jab step at him and then stepped back and hit it just so he had a little more space or something. But I, he felt great about it. I think it was a good shot for him. I, yeah, I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, like throw analytics out of it. You just say simply Jimmy Butler is the only reason that they were even there in the first place. Dude gets to do whatever he wants in that situation. Like he should, he should be allowed to, to take the three if he feels like that's the best shot in the moment. Um, you trust the guy that you came with. The analytics liked the three. I think there was like a 30 more, 30% chance more of them winning if he had made the three than if he had made a two. Wow. Obviously. So the win probability jumps up a ton. Um, the same time, just the, the threes at the end of the game in the playoffs, that seems to be the common shot choice. And I just, I would much rather even have like my consistent mid range um, shooters taking, taking shots. I trust rather than just chucking through rather than like a wide open Grant Williams three <laughs> for context. Like, I don't care. Or Marcus it's, smart. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, that thing's putting a freaking crack in the glass on the backboard. If Marcus smarts chucking it, just, just trust the guys that you've got that have gotten you there at the end of the game. I think rather to- than chucking threes. Totally. Totally. I agree. Well, let's talk about how the Golden State Warriors got here. Obviously, they're the three seed, so we're seeing a three seed versus two seed in this finals. They beat the Nuggets 4-1, then they beat the Grizzlies 4-2, and then they have beat the Mavericks 4-1. So they've pretty much taken care of each series that they've been in. They haven't played as many games as the Celtics. Uh, they, they've really kind of handled all of these series. I think the Memphis series was the closest from, from feel, and it – they didn't ever even feel close, right? So Golden State has pretty much dominated on, on the way in here. I, I, I think they showed against Dallas that, you know, one player can't dominate against this team. You need multiple guys going at you. You need multiple guys that can guard multiple positions. So I, I don't know. How do you feel about their lead up into the finals here? This is probably the most I've loved a Golden State team just because I think I didn't get to appreciate them during the, the first finals run fully um, that they had back in 2015, 2016, whatever it was. Um, and then, th- th- but this year, just with, with the addition of Andrew Wiggins, I mean, I know he got mocked. He got, he got, he got slandered all along about the all-star starter selection. And he has been a, a complete difference maker for them. So I, I personally, I just love watching the Warriors. I think they're back to like, it's, it's like feels like nostalgic to you because Curry and Clay are still good and Clay being back as well. I got nothing, nothing bad to say about the Warriors. Honestly, they, they've been the thing that have kept me invested in this NBA playoffs. I feel like. Yeah, they've, they look good. <laughs> yeah, I do. They've looked good the entire time. Offensively, obviously, We hear about Steph, but I think something that's not talked about enough is their ball movement. And that starts from Steve Kerr coaching them up in practice, move the ball, find someone that's open. And their ball movement on offense is insane. And defensively, they have been locked down against whoever they've played. Obviously, uh, Kevin Looney going against uh, Robert Williams is going to be a lot different than Kevin Looney versus... uh, Dwight, Dwight Powell. Powell, yeah, or Bruton's or Cl- Maxi that, Kleber. Maxi Kleber, yeah. Boy, let me tell you something. Maxi Kleber lost me a lot of money in DraftKings this past <laughs> week, man. Boy, oh boy, did I get fooled by him time and time again, thinking he might be able to make just two or three of those ten wide open threes he had each game. Nope, not not old Maxi. He's not helping me out one bit. He's not the guy. He no. is not the guy. Uh uh-uh. uh well let's talk about this finals then so we're we're seeing this matchup golden state versus boston how do you feel about this matchup what are some of your key key things to highlight in this matchup and who do you think ends up winning it all well you know i think one of the main storylines i've seen 
from the media at this point is how the Celtics, who have the defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart, um, supposedly are going to have like the formula and the key to locking down uh, the greatest shooter of all time. And that Marcus Smart is going to be able to, to handle Steph Curry. Um, I think ESPN predicts like an 86% chance that the Celtics are supposed to win the final. Really? Yes. Yes. Wow. Through the, through the BPI. Um, so I, I, I am not in agree. Notably, I, I have not been right once yet. I think this, this whole playoffs, I am so far on the opposite side of the spectrum and I'm, and I'm not, I'm fully allowing my Marcus smart bias, anti-bias to come into play here. But I just think the guy's going to get torched. I just think like Curry is going to be a complete different animal. There's going to be a game or two or smart, like is able to shut him down, slow him down. But Curry is Curry. And I think he's going to finally win the, the finals MVP he deserves. Wow. I did not know everyone because everybody I've talked to in, in my personal circle has said Golden State yeah. has this on lock. I mean, you yeah. feel the way Golden State is playing, like just from a feel standpoint, and they are playing leaps and bounds better than what Boston has in the last yeah. round. And I, and I think some of that has to do with the, like you said at the beginning of this, the competition Boston faced, even if Boston or didn't didn't have to play Milwaukee with Chris Middleton. They're still playing probably the best player in the world in Giannis with the Bucks. They still play the number one seed in the like. The Warriors went up against the best team they played was a Grizzlies team that was missing Jaw for half of the series. Um, they played. Why am I blank? I mean, the Mavericks clearly Luka. they were they were just one guy, and then who's their Jokic? Name? They played oh, the Nuggets. Yeah. Yeah, so they just played they, – they played a team of one-man bands and then the Grizzlies, and I, I think that helps in their regard. Like, us, us as a public see that they, like, performed better. Um, I think analytically, like, the, the metrics are favoring Boston because of how good they've been on defense since the All-Star break. So that's why the, the BPI is predicting that. Okay. Uh, which is understandable, right? Like yeah. – definitely understandable we're seeing a number one defense versus a number three defense i i personally like some of these matchups i know you talked about marcus smart guarding curry i think one of the great things about curry is his stamina he's able to just move and shake and go the whole game that's not marcus smart's strong spot marcus smart is physical he's not going to let you attack the paint he's not going to let you move him he's gonna get injured once a game He'll get injured once a game. He'll flop three times a game at least. Um, so I, I don't know if his matchup versus Curry is amazing, but I love the length of the Celtics. I love that they have a lot of guys that can play multiple different positions and guard multiple different positions. And so that's why I'm going with the Celtics. I, I feel that the Warriors are currently the better team and playing the better game. I just feel like the depth of the Celtics is better I personally, I like the depth of the Celtics better. I, I, I know they may not be as flashy of names as what you see from the Warriors, but they're going to get pretty much the same contribution from Marcus Smart all the way down to the bottom guy or the guy who's coming off the bench for Marcus Smart. You're not losing a lot when you're going into the bench. And so I feel like the Celtics link, their, their youth, their stamina, what they're going to do is really going to wreak some havoc. I see it going seven games. So I know I said that with the Mavs versus the versus the Warriors, but I think this is going to be a good series. We're going to maybe see one or two blowout games, but definitely a lot of back and forth from my opinion. I, you know, if I were a betting man, I would go with you as well. You've been on a heater this NBA playoffs. So it's like you watch every single game, honestly. Lucky, I'm on a lucky bender and I better freaking double down on it right now or else I'm going to regret it 10 years yep. from now, right? It's true. It's true. Um, I have breaking news for you. Breaking news? Breaking news. As of <laughs> the mustache is back. <gasps> Your mustache? Mine. All three hairs <laughs> on my upper lip are back. No, the mustache and headband of Drew Timmy will be playing in Spokane again this next year. He didn't perform like he wanted to in the combine, huh? Nope, 
nope from his own yeah that that 10 inch vertical didn't get him a first round lock so yes uh, i know <laughs> we're talking nba but as of three minutes ago drew timmy announcing he's back that's big news big news for college basketball it is it's good you know what i with coach k gone we need a villain we need we need someone to rally around i'm all for it bring him back as a, as a defending champion myself, I have no worries. Anyway, <laughs> we can go back. We can go back to the NBA now. <laughs> let's let's maybe wrap up the NBA talk. Yeah. You're taking the Warriors. Do you have a game? Let's go seven. I think my hot take is I think the home game. I know or the home team. I know the Celtics won like two or three. They won three games on the road versus the Heat, right? Yes. But that means they lost two at home. Yeah, yeah. You know that's because the Heat, um, the the Heat home court advantage is more like a rave, just like a pit bull rave, than it actually <laughs> is like a basketball game or a sporting event. Um, which is funny because the home court advantage. I remember the home court advantage being really good when LeBron was there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I, I think the home team wins every single game in the series, and I I, I just because I think that I think like. The Chase Center, I know like the Warriors fans, they absolutely bring it every single game I watch. So that's my hot take. I think Warriors in seven. All home game wins. Yep. Warriors in seven. I'm going Celtics in seven. I think they probably have to win two at two in uh Oakland. Do we call it Oakland now or do we call it San Francisco? I still can't remember what Either they call one. it. Bay Area. <laughs> At Golden State. The Trey, the Trey area, the Trey Lance area, as I think it's officially called. <laughs> it's the new name, the Trey area. <laughs> yeah. Or and then lose one at home in TD yeah. Garden. So okay. So do you wait, so you say Celtics and seven? Celtics and seven. Okay. All right. Bet's on. Bet's on. We're <laughs> <laughs> we are going to move on. We are doing something fun to kind of cap off the NBA playoffs. Uh, we are going to do our favorite fantasy draft from these two teams, from the Celtics and Warriors. Before the podcast, we did a coin flip. I won this first coin flip. As Scott always. won the second coin flip to uh, lead, off, lead us off in the big three of random sports competitions. Sneak preview there for you. Oh, wow. Just dropping, just dropping little gems. Dropping them in. Dropping them in. So for this we're going to pick five players each. We're going to do a fantasy draft from these teams. I will start with the first pick. I think I have to go with him. Steph Curry, a guy that's potentially going to pass LeBron in rings this year. A guy that over the last six years, seven years has really built, has it been 10 years already? Maybe has built a dynasty in golden state has really been a leader both on and off the court. Very great guy on the court, not selfish. Steph Curry, 1-1. One, one. The true winner, honestly, which that little scrawny kid coming out of Davidson, who would have thought, dude, that he would turn into the, 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 the dude he is? Like, we all know he's talented, but no one could have predicted what would have happened. So, Did yeah, you know he, did. he almost got traded at one point to the Timberwolves? Yes, wasn't that before, wasn't that when they were discussing like his contract because they were trying to decide if they wanted Monte Ellis or not, and he had all his injuries. Yep, and that's who ended up being traded was Monte Ellis because apparently this is just rumor. The Timberwolves medical staff said that they're going to decline Curry because his ankles were too weak. Yep, so that's why he started doing all of his falling down on threes nonsense or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> his ankles. <laughs> um yeah love the pick you can't i don't think anyone would argue with you on that besides maybe bill simmons the the biggest celtics owner of all time but <laughs> i'll do bill simmons a favor and take his guy jason tatum despite my um disdain for his whole thing with kobe this week i don't know if you saw any of that or he uh wore the kobe armband and then publicly announced that he texted kobe also showed up wearing a coach k shirt to to games game six i think it was or whatever um all around like kind of has lost some favor with me from some of his actions but still just like probably the guy who can go get a like the guy i trust most to go get a bucket on his own at any point in this playoffs i would say yeah i i liked the kobe armband thing i didn't like the 
I'm publicly going to send out an Dude. Instagram post of me sending a text to Kobe's <laughs> old phone. What is that? What was that? Like, that like was a that. Re- and, and like the media ate it up. They're like, this guy, man, he gets it. Like, can you imagine also the fact that like, I, I know like ri- rivalry aside, like it shouldn't matter anymore with, with Kobe. Kobe at the end of the day is still a Laker. And Jason Tatum's is Jason Tatum is the best Celtics player. The fact that it's like, like text Larry Bird or something like that. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> like, get out of here. That's 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 lame stuff. That's lame stuff. It's his idol. I get it, but like, don't yeah. post it for the world to see. Like, yes. leave that for you, man. Yeah, and and yeah, like let a story pick that up later on when you win the finals or something like that. Like, let someone. Let someone else share that story, not yourself. Anyway. Leak, leak that to your best friend, and then have your best friend tweet it out. Don't have, <laughs> yeah. don't you huh. just go out for yeah. it? We should be Jason Tatum's PR guys. That's just pathetic. Yeah, embarrassing. Well, I'm, I'm going with my second pick here. Okay, I'm gonna take the second Splash Brother, Clay Thompson. Great defense, right. obviously three and D guy next to Steph. Well, you can't go wrong. We're, we're going to end up, you're going to end up with the Warriors and I'm going to end up with the Celtics. I think. That's what I want. <laughs> is how it's going to go. Um, it's basically a guy off right now. It is totally a guy off. And the first pick was really important. Um, <laughs> oh, he stumped. Yeah. I, oh, man. I just don't want to leave you with Jalen Brown. So I feel like I got to take him. I'll, I'll, I'll take Jalen Brown. It, dude's scoring 23 points a game as this, this, the second option for the Celtics. Like he's, he's a total gamer. Um, I, I'll, I'll take the safe pick and then maybe mix it up here in the next couple of rounds. Yeah, that, that was for sure going to be my next pick. So yeah. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown versus Steph and Clay. Yep. I'm probably going to shock some people with my third pick, but I love the fit. I'm going to go Robert Williams from the Celtics. The Time Lord, huh? Yep. I'm going to shock some people. I think, you know, if Steph and Clay ever miss a shot, he'll be able to rebound for them. So I I wanted a big guy that could rebound, doesn't need to run a point guard like Draymond does. I I like Robert Williams here as my third pick. Just make sure that the Time Lord is told that the game starts like three hours before the game actually tips so that he can show up to it on time. I don't want to miss in the game by any means. It, it's um, okay. If he comes late, we're fine okay. with that. Okay. We're, we're good with that on, on our team. Okay. I'm taking the steel player from you. Taking Draymond green. Wow. So I, he's, the, he's still the heart of the warriors. I feel like he'll be my small ball five. He'll pull that backpack three-pointer out of his back <laughs> pocket at least once in the series in a big moment. And like I, I trust that he's gonna know how to defend um and maybe maybe kind of get Stephen Clay off the game a little bit. Okay, I like it. So we're now switching teams. Both of yep. us have okay, I like that. Yep. Well, fate of the world on my shoulders. I'm gonna go. Andre Iguodala. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a that's a big shout out. Should have taken Nick Stauskas. That's what Charles Barkley would have done. No, that's a shout out to Max Kellerman. Fate of the world. Oh, oh yes. Oh yeah, you're right. So not really going Andre Iguodala. Fourth pick. I'm gonna go defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Hopefully he can lock down Jalen Brown and just, or Jason Tatum, one of the two, and just make life miserable for them. That's all I'm going for there. Yeah, that's a little bit, a little bit of mind games going back at me. All right, I'm taking none other than the, the, the Andy Wiggins, the Maple Jordan himself. I need just more, just more wings, more guys to throw at Curry, potentially. Um, I like, I, I feel like Wiggins has been the second best player in the Warriors in the playoffs. Um, the athleticism is coming through as he doesn't need to be the, the, the main option anymore either. And I, I think I can't pass wigs up. That's a good pick. That's your boy too. I'm surprised he didn't go one, one for you. I was thinking one, two, I was thinking about it. <laughs> Wanted to make it at least somewhat interesting. Okay. That makes sense. I, I, at this point, I'm probably leaving you on the board with a guy that you like. So I, I, 
I'm kind of torn because I have a couple of guys I've been thinking about just fitting them into this team. Derek White, if he pulled out one of those crazy games, could be good. Yeah. Grant Williams has also pulled out one of those crazy games. Yep, game Peyton, seven masterpiece. Yeah, Peyton Pritchard could just look cool next to Steph Curry. Yeah, I'm still gonna go with Grant Williams. I think I, hey. I love that. I love when he wears that number twelve. It, this isn't you're the best guy, you're the best player, but hey, he he'll be able to come in. He'll be able to guard a couple of positions maybe throw up a couple of threes with all the space he's got from Steph and Clay. I'll take Grant Williams. Taking G Willie over Al Horford, huh? Yeah. I, I wanted to play small. I don't, I got Robert Williams for a reason. I don't need Al True. Horford next to him. You know, I would take Al Horford here. Um, I, and I was going to take him my third pick, but I feel like I need a, at least one warrior and I would take him now, but having Draymond already, I don't, I want, I wouldn't want to make the same mistake. So I'm going to take swaggy pool because I need a point guard, Charles Barkley <laughs> status. Um, and Swaggy Pool is going to play a little bit of the point. It's going to be a little bit erratic. But having Swaggy Pool, Jalen Brown, Andrew Wiggins, Jason Tatum, I'm, I'm feeling good about my, my offensive firepower there, even yeah. if I don't trust Draymond to score two points all series. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be able to huck up the ball a little bit at least. Yeah. We, got some nice. chuckers. we got some chuckers, baby. Well, that's our 5v5 side. we'll have to find a way to simulate that and see who would win unlimited stamina between these guys obviously no subs might have to put it in 2k we might have to we might have to see how that goes down okay i've got one more question for you before we wrap finals up yeah let's hear it all-time celtics versus warriors teams who are you taking you taking the warriors you taking the celtics Ooh, in today's game, are we playing like three balls as big as it is? <laughs> yeah, or are we three just ball half. <laughs> we're playing 1960s area? <laughs> no, I'm saying today's game. That's a tough you... question. So I was because Celtics, like they are like infamous, have the most history of any team other than the Lakers, probably um, all the way going back to the 50s. And everyone talks about how they ta- they they probably have the deepest team, but I was thinking about it today, and I was like, you know, the I would probably take the Warriors. Just like, I, honestly, like you get you get Wilt at the center. Still, you have the best best shooter of all time. You could put like Rick Barry in there if you want, like the three. If you don't want Clay Thompson, you got Draymond in there. I I honestly would take the Warriors. Baron Davis, you're forgetting about Baron True. Davis. Davis. Oh. Andres Biedrins come up. <laughs> Jason Richardson. Andrew Bogut. Ooh. Oh, yeah. See? See some good good dudes on that team. I mean, so the Celtics, they're gonna have they're gonna have Bird, they're gonna have McHale, they're gonna have Russell. I I don't I can't think of the best Celtics point guard off the top of my head other than Bob Cousy. Yeah, it's probably an boy, old dude. Boy, boy, give me Bob Cousy. Not being able to dribble with that left hand all all game long. Here's the thing. The Celtic, oh, maybe Rondo. Oh, true. You have that mid-2000s, mid-late-2000s with Rondo, uh, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, KG. Any of those guys could come off the bench for me, and I'd be ecstatic. If if it's a team of 12, yeah, the Celtics are probably winning just because they they could field like three amazing five-man lineups. Yeah. I, I think I'd go with the Celtics just because you could have KG at the five, Bird at the four. Oh, I feel like that would be deadly. That would be scary. Where are you putting Shaq, dude? <laughs> a 400-pound <laughs> Shaq is going right on the bench, right next to me, right here, on the, right, right next to me. Coach, player coach Shaq. Not player coach Bill Russell, it's Shaq. Yeah, player coach Shaq. We would need his antics on our sideline hilarious that's hilarious. all right just some food for thought we both ended up with the teams we picked anyway that's perfect well let's finish it out let's finish out this podcast by doing your question the big three of random sports competitions we would do so why don't you lead us off you have the first pick random sports competition it's random sports competition you would like to win right yeah like just like a niche so not like obviously our answers would be like we want to win the masters or we want to win the final four or something like that. Um, the P- the PBA, 
uh, the bowling tournament, you know, PBR pro bowl, pro bowl riding. Yeah, exactly. You you ride up my way. But anyway, we, I wanted to come up. It was a big, it was a big week for racing in the sports world. You know, I'm not necessarily an F1 guy or an Indy 500 guy or a NASCAR guy, but all those things happened supposedly. And, um, I was thinking about it. Like what would be like the coolest niche sporting event to win? Um, for me, I think one thing I would want to be able to say I've done and like have the accolade of is I want to win the longest drive competition for golfers. Wow. Just being able to say I hit the longest bomb of anybody on the planet at one point in my life. That's a, that's a belt buckle I could wear for my lifetime. That's actually a really good one. All of mine kind of suck in comparison to that (laughs) one, to be honest. (laughs) I've been game planning. I've been studying. That's a really, really good one. Okay. okay one oh, one that's no, off the I, board I, I got i got you flustered now well well i have five options here and none of them were long drive and i'm kind of upset at myself that i didn't <laughs> didn't have that in there i'm sure you'll have great ones i can't wait to hear you know i i'm gonna go this may not be flashy so for a first pick it may not be the first round pick for me it may not be so flashy but i want to win the golden curling i think that would be hilarious there we go. There we go. You could be just like our, our, our pal we talked about on the podcast. Yeah. Matt Hammy. There you go. I mean, it's definitely not a flashy pick, but still a good one. I think definitely not flashy that I, I went curling for the first time a couple of weeks ago. It was it go? much more competitive and fun than I would have ever thought. And there so that's that's how it snuck into my number one spot i i still can't believe it to this day that it wasn't above long drive champion (laughs) well anyway for my second pick i'm gonna go with a sport i just mentioned it's because the more i've looked into it um the more i'm just like shocked by it the the whole indy 500 deal the 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 fact that it's like the most attended sporting event of any event like during the year at any time um like 300 something thousand people go to it every single year in indianapolis and the cars are driving like 240 miles an hour let me win one of those baby let me let me let me be a legend in indianapolis for all right a lifetime you get to kiss the uh brick speedway or whatever yeah, it the, is. the yellow brick road right you get to kiss the yellow brick road sure <laughs> we'll go with that not 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 an indy 500 guy but boy do i want to win it (laughs) and that's talking nascar with the boys no dude indy car is different dude oh oh sorry 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 not the daytona (laughs) all right i'm going with my second pick here i i think this one especially since it would take so much training and so many people competing in it i wanted to do the Boston Marathon. I think it would be cool to be the first person to cross wow. the line in the Boston Marathon. Okay, that's a really good one. That's re- I hadn't thought about that at all. That's a really good one. I like it. It's a spectacle for long distance runners. That's that's their World Cup basically, right? So totally. being able to be uh, an Ethiopian or Kenyan or Norwegian guy, whatever they may be this year, I don't know. It'd be awesome. Totally. That's a big deal. I like it. That's a good one. Um all right, my last pick, maybe be a little bit surprising. I want Scott Gill at some point in his life to hold the title of being the heavyweight champion of, of boxing. <laughs> Never going to happen. I got you off the screen. I got you off the screen with that one. That's why I need to win it. Like, the fact, just, just my scrawny self holding that belt up, are you kidding Cause I just taken down like a Vander Holyfield or Mike Tyson. You gotta, you gotta put on like five, a uh, uh, hundred pounds, man. Oh yeah. Just to get oh, yeah. into I, that class. I don't even know if I'd make it into the featherweight group. I don't know what the weight class is for that. I think you gotta be 130 pounds for featherweight. I may be okay. wrong though. Okay. So I might be, I might like heavyweight range. Who knows? But <laughs> imagine me winning the heavyweight title. Like that, that would be the biggest under, underdog story of all time. There, there would be move, like move out of the way, Rocky. No one gives a crap about your butt. 
it, it would be stories about me forever. That would be pretty legit. That would be very legit. I could see you standing with your hands raised up high above your head over your opponent too, just giving oh, yeah. him the business. Give me the, the Muhammad Ali photo where he's standing over the, the, the dude on the, the mat. Oh man. Oh yeah. I wish I, I wish I liked boxing more. It seems very interesting. No. I just, the, that pay-per-view, it gets me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had a, like I said, I had a couple on my list. One was world rock, paper, scissors champion. Um, that takes place in Canada, the cheese rolling champion. I don't know if you've ever seen the cheese rolling where they roll cheese down the hill. I have not. They roll cheese down this hill in, in somewhere in the UK. And the first person to run down and catch the cheese, people like break their legs doing this every year. Just all for all for a block of cheese. Um, those were, those were definitely high on the list, but I'm going to finish with golf. I'm going to go with my local golf clubs tournament. I think anyone who wins their local golf clubs tournament is kind of just in the local eyes. It's kind of like, oh man, this dude's a big shot right now. So infamous. That's the one I'd go with. Okay. I like that one too. I think I like the cheese one more. I'm glad you didn't take it. So my, (laughs) our, our picks look a little more. Uh, a little more discrepant but you know what some good ones i like some of your honorable mentions only other ones i was thinking of my honorable mentions was there's the stanley cup just being i don't care if i was the last guy on the bench being able to drink out of the stanley cup looks like just the funnest thing ever even if i don't really care about hockey um we a snub to joey chestnut as well no we didn't want to be in the hot dog eating contest i guess i well i'm actually uh going competing against joey chestnut this year so i don't want to jinx myself yeah okay yeah you just didn't want you knew you're already gonna win so i've been practicing sliding those those dogs down my gullet like it's nobody's business (laughs) the clizzy god of of uh eagle mountain utah (laughs) (laughs) just call me the glizzy king here for real though um was there any others what was that what else was i thinking I had no others. I went with way wacky sports. Dude, the Boston Marathon was good though. Rugby, uh, like, could you do be like a rugby seven on seven champ or or the elevens champ? True. Yeah, I'm not really a, I'm not really a lax guy either. Not big lacrosse. There's nothing yeah. you can really win that. I was thinking about yeah. There's, Maybe win win that sh- that holy moly show with Stephen Curry, the putting show. <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, that would be a cool one too. There you go. There you go. Anyway. Well, that's talking big three with us. We want to thank you guys for joining us on this podcast today. Scooter, do you have any closing remarks before we head out? Dude, I actually have a lot, unfortunately. Let's like hear I, it. I've been for, waiting. I, I, came prepared. I, came, I came prepared for once. Number one, shout out my guy. Jalen Wilson, national champion. I already shouted out Drew Timmy for coming back, but this is a much bigger deal. Jay will coming back for the Jayhawks. Things are looking good. They also got Kevin McCuller from Texas Tech. He announced he's coming back as well. So might be a little bit of reloading being done in, in old Lawrence, Kansas. So I, I'm not mad one bit about that. Another shout out I have is just the, the, the media for putting out spectacular content for me while sports are kind of slow these days top gun probably one of the best movies i've seen in the last i don't know five to ten years seen it twice loved it even more the second time um also kendrick lamar harry styles putting out great music great great time to be a media consumer so a couple of shout outs there for you hey what do you think you are going all in on the entertainment business i love it i know it's trying you to must have some brand- stock yeah, obviously pumping all the holding on to all the Kendrick Lamar stock I can possibly handle still <laughs> all the Tom Cruise stock I can hold on to it's falling out of my pockets I guess but yeah they've been they've been keeping me busy I love it I love it my shout out goes to the football kingdom the football world mm. my football European football yeah my club Chelsea football club the blues have been acquired by an American uh an american consortmanship i don't know what the word is called but an american group consortium maybe is what it was the the actual name 
I like consortmanship. Let's go with that. I like it too. So an American group purchased Chelsea this last week. Chelsea is also coming to the United States for three games this summer. I'm going to one of them. I'm going to be in attendance and I am even more pumped for Chelsea going forward now that they're an American owned group. It's awesome. I'm pumped. Is that, are they coming to Rio Tinto then? They are coming to Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. So we're making the trip down to Vegas and it's in July. So it's going to be hot, 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 but we are making that trip. It will be worth it to see the boys in blue. Yeah. And that black hole, man, it's going to be feeling about nice, cool 160, I think. Yeah, I, I think I think Mark Davis will turn the AC on for us, not the heat, but no promises. Oh man. How about how do we what do we think about the old uh, was it the Champions League final? Any thoughts on that before we go? Champions League final, I actually missed because I was out camping. So I oh. was gone this last week. Uh, we obviously took a week off, but yeah. You didn't miss much. One nil from all the highlights I saw, there wasn't much that actually happened in the game. Yeah. Um, for Real Madrid, uh, yeah. I think they're taking back over Spanish league football and Liverpool are going to start fading off. They've already started losing some players and having some debates with some players right now. So over contracts. So we'll see how that goes in the future for them. From the from the Champions League final to the to seller dwellers of the Premier League, from from your mouth yourself, it's I guess that's what happens when you're owned by LeBron. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna not play well. You're gonna make it to the finals and then lose. That's the typical LeBron <laughs> status right there. Or not even make the playoffs at all in this <laughs> this iteration. Exactly. Next year they're not even playoff contenders, so True. we're fine. Relegation, baby. Relegation is coming. <laughs> Well, that wraps it up. Thank you all for joining in with us this week. We hope you have a great week out there. We hope you love some sports. You hope you get a tune in to some great things. Thank you for joining us on the Dual Threat Podcast. See ya.